Hi, and welcome back to Jam. My name is Mandy, and I'm here with Adrian and Jason. And today we will be talking about singing and how it's used in a therapeutic way. Both of you did some research on this, so let's discuss. All right, I think I'm starting off this time. So music making in general is a multi-modular, multi-model activity, meaning it can be received in several different forms, right? From hearing to feeling to all that kind of stuff. So that involves the auditory sensors, uh, sensory motor processing, all these things that happen within our brains that make us almost feel the music. Well, isn't there um, a place you can go where it's nothing but like vibration um, of music and certain like speed that and you just lay there familiar. and it just vibrates you because something about that's supposed to like um, calm you? Or... Yes. Right. Now, there are several things that music does. Now, I know there's a country that they have these grooves in their robes. Right. Yeah, I've heard about that. And when you do the speed limit, it makes music in the car. Yeah. It's awesome. So yeah. I want that. It's it's pretty neat. <laughs> we really and there's um some country that has put um something where it's um as you're driving along it charges your car or something like that, doesn't it? Now, those are these hexagonal solar panels that they can put together and make roadways that will charge electronic vehicles as you're going down the road, but they also collect energy from the sun in solar panel form. Okay, so why are we not, you know, funding this? Why is this not a thing? The music thing and so, the energy so thing? Right, right now I'm making air quotes with my fingers because it costs too much <laughs> money per the government most likely. Well, right, but the biggest the biggest thing this election has been pollution and global warming and how to um, be more green and not pollute. This would be a huge step in the right way because you it creates jobs you literally have to go rip up the roads and put this stuff down that's jobs right. while i agree with you um it probably won't happen for a good bit because of money mm, okay. so uh, back to singing <laughs> so singing in in us in humans is evident from infancy so even when babies are making noise and all that stuff, it's kind of like singing. So it's not dependent on any formal training um, from the get-go. Everybody can sing. Well, right, and babies can hear in the womb because they can recognize certain people's voices and they actually said it's really good for babies to hear music and for the mother or father or whoever to sing to the baby while it's in the womb. Oh yeah, and I'll get into more of that later as I okay. found some stuff on that. Um, now singing is enhanced, of course, by actual training, mm -hmm. but everybody and their brother can sing and it produces the exact same effects, whether you're really good at singing or you're really not so good at singing. Me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So with with how similar uh, the behavioral acts are between seeing and speaking, as well as the shared and distinct neural correlations of both singing and speaking, there's researchers out there that are starting to look at whether singing can be used to treat some of the speech motor abnormalities that some humans have that are associated with various neurological conditions. Like stuttering. Ah, ha, ha, but they can. So in 2011, uh, Gabrielle Giffords was shot. She was a congresswoman and she was struggling struggling with a um, condition that we call aphasia. So she got shot. It hit the left lobe of her brain and uh, it messed up a lot of her um, language controls. Mm-hmm. So when she started going to music therapy, uh, she was able to sing the word light but wasn't able to speak it hmm. interesting well and this is kind of the same thing with some um people who stutter because uh, um ed sheeran um he stuttered a lot but when yes. he's saying he didn't stutter yes right. so it actually helped him overcome that yeah the language side of the brain is um more attributed to the left side of the brain but music has access to many many parts of the brain right okay no, absolutely. The physical benefits from singing, not only does it help you strengthen your immune system, uh, there's been research out of uh, the University of Frankfurt that shows that an hour of singing, there has been an increase in immunoglobulin. Immunoglobulin? I believe is how you say it. It's close, right? It's a protein that's present in the serum of the cells that are in our immune system. So those antibodies that help fight disease are significantly higher after an hour's worth of singing than not. So it can help protect you from other diseases and whatnot, singing in general. When you listen to um, bad music or music that you don't like, it actually uh, triggers the cortisol in your brain. If you listen to music that you enjoy and you like, it will trigger the opioid system in your brain. Right, like, um, so... When a song that you don't like comes on the radio and you want to change it and you can't, say someone else in the car likes it, it can actually make you sick. Yeah, it can decrease. It can decrease that antibody. It'll sh- so, anytime either one of you listen to a song I don't like in the car, I'm gonna tell you it makes me sick. And I'm still <laughs> not gonna change it. <laughs> you don't care. Wow. <laughs> So you learn to like it. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. It is actually. Learn to like music that you don't dislike. Wait. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's try that. So so singing is a natural antidepressant. So when you sing, your body releases endorphins, as you just opioid stated. System. Uh, chemicals that make you feel happy. So the next time you feel down break into your favorite song and just sing. It works for me. So that would be why I, by the time I leave town, I am so stressed out. I could literally pull over and just beat the crap out of somebody. 
I feel better by the time I get to work because I have saying it all, all that anger out. Yes, correct. So singing is going to help lower stress levels. So when you're stressed, like you're just talking about a hormone called cortisol, which Adrian has talked about in your body is going to increase. Singing has been found to reduce cortisol levels in your body, easing tension and helping you relax. So that fits into what you're talking about. You're stressed from road rage and wanting to punch people in the face and all those things. And then you start singing and by the time you get to work, you're actually good to go. So it singing is just so far the the benefits that we're finding are are enormous. Not even just singing, screaming actually releases a bunch of endorphins. So oh, if you were a terrible singer, if you tune along to your favorite song and just scream all the lyrics so you do not have to be on pitch, you will feel better. No, one hundred percent. So they yeah, even I'm pretty make, sure I'm never on pitch, so they're even, probably just yelling. They even make these <laughs> things called scream rooms just for that simple fact. Yeah, I have that too. Go in and scream. And you know, um I've let people in my office and just scream and whatever to get all that out and it helps them it really helps people well i know where i work the gm um is really good about that anytime you feel like you need to vent and he it doesn't even matter it doesn't matter what it's about um you can literally go in there and just scream holler cuss this that and the other and he does not hold it against you that's good because he understands the importance of having to get that out oh yeah no there is no doubt that that's a uh, that's a helpful tool right then when we look at the social benefit of singing um, it is again it's really good it can help enhance your confidence immensely People that suffer from stage fright or are afraid to go in front of groups of people or anything like that. What what is always advised to them to do in order to get over this fear? Picture everyone naked. Well, yes, that yes, is said. That is what uh, what others suggest is to start singing in front of your friends and family before you go do this. Thing that you're going to do. If you're going to go sing in front of, if you're going to go speak to a large crowd, if you're going to do anything like that, go talk in front of your boss. I don't know how any of your family members are, but if I even thought about going and singing in front of any of my family members, I would get blasted so hard. Well, they're just rude. <laughs> that, I will give you that. They absolutely are. <laughs> Pick different people to sing in front of them. Mine would be supportive, but I was also in choir for like a, a few years, actually, so it's a little different of a situation. A little different. A little different. <laughs> I was in choir. Didn't help, but I was in choir. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was in choir, too. I just want to point that out. I was in choir, so I know what you're supposed to sound like when you sing, so you but would, I do not sound like that you when would I be sing. in what we would consider 
performance choir. Oh yeah. yeah, you were the good ones that went out first and got all the leads and everything. <laughs> what was, was it? Uh, UIA, yeah. ULA, whatever the fuck oh, yeah. it was. Yeah, uh, all that shit and fucking performance choir for the church and whatever until I mm-hmm. turned of age to realize that this is some bullshit and <laughs> stopped going to church. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Singing is also fantastic for expanding your communication skills. As something you pointed out earlier, Mandy, singing to babies helps prepare their brains for language, and it may even lessen the risk of language problems later in life. It can't be neglected or ignored. I mean, these are facts. Studies have been done. Well, I mean, and this is how far it goes when my nephew my sister got pregnant with my nephew um we were all staying with my mom and noe would bark and bark you know how he is he barks at everything doesn't matter if the car drops by if he still sees headlights three doors down here's a car door shut he barks 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 and we thought oh my god he's gonna keep this baby up all night after my nephew was born noe would bark and be like didn't matter. He would sleep straight through it because mm-hmm. he was used to that bark. Right. But when um, she had her second child, this living situation was different. And when Noe was over there, he couldn't sleep through the barking. He would oh, wake wow. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this there it is right there. Uh, for for babies, it also teaches them about tone and beat and rhythm. It may even enhance their natural mathematical and scientific abilities. So this will help them out later in life if you just take the time and sing to them. I mean, the most important years of a kid's life are two and under. That is all the development right there. That's where everything needs to be made a foundation so they can grow out of that. So it... It's just smart to take everything that we know and actually use it to your benefit as a human being, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For adults, writing lyrics and singing songs helps build communication skills in a wide variety of ways. It can increase your circle of friends, whether you're at a choir or if you're just doing karaoke at a karaoke bar, you're going to bring in people that like you singing whether it's your singing or your stage persona it doesn't matter but it will it will help bring in friends well right because usually when you sing you do it in groups and then and you're always out somewhere with within those groups so more people oh absolutely i could never get behind karaoke so i went on that stage once and then was like literally never again Literally, literally, never again. You will not. You will not catch me dead on a karaoke stage unless I have had vocal lessons prior. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're caught dead on the stage, how are you singing to begin with, and why is everybody not freaking out? Ah, uh, yes, I have already hired someone <laughs> to be the necromancer puppet, and. <laughs> We will see what happens. <laughs> the crowd is just going crazy. <laughs> like, dead crowds freak out. 
<laughs> you don't know what His they're into. Dead person's vegan. You don't know what they're into. Oh my god. <sighs> Uh, music is a universal tool, so it um, doesn't matter if you can understand the language that's coming through or not. If a beat is fucking popping, a beat is fucking popping. Right, so. because a lot of it is about the actual music. Exactly, the sounds that it's making. That's why a lot of classical music can play off of just emotion without any lyric. Uh Music helps mental states altogether. It helps with dementia. It helps with distress. Um, there's been multiple studies that at hospitals, if you play music for someone, their distress levels go down. Um, uh, music can even invoke memories. That's why it helps with dementia is that it can take you back to a place where, uh, for some re- for, for whatever reason, our brains remember these chords more than they remember actual memories. And for me, I like to take that back to string theory. So I am a very, very big believer in string theory. I think the universe is absolutely made on one basic uh, rule, which is vibration. And there is nothing that is more true to the core of anything is, is music. It's a vibration. Music is just a vibration. It is how you can move those vibrations and make them sound different. Well, right, because if you think about it, you don't, I mean, you don't have to have man-made music. Go to the country, to a lake, and don't have anything playing and just be silent and listen and you hear all kinds of noises and if you hear and pay attention enough it actually starts harmonizing and it actually starts sounding like music if you sit in silence for long enough your brain will make its own music whether you want it to or not it will just start doing whatever it does right Mm -hmm. yeah the therapeutic effects that singing has in music in general when it comes to speech deficits that are associated with things like stuttering and Parkinson's disease and acquired brain, brain lesions and autism can all show benefits from singing and music. So it's very, very useful for people. I'm glad we're starting to study this and looking for alternative medicines because it is if you're treating someone with music it's a medicine right than just popping people with pills well and that's right. that's one of the things if it can uh if it can spark the opioid uh center then why not use it and that's to say um music therapy has been used for over a thousand years before christ so music therapy has always been around if there's been any dip in our utilization of music therapy it, it's it's been us we have been the block, the roadblock to u- utilizing music therapy. Mm-hmm. So. Oh wow, very nice. Yeah, I mean, just think about history class, and you can kind of see, you know, music's been well, around a hot minute. What did the Indians do whenever you know back when right. they were? It was just them here. They Dance had and yeah. yeah. You can sing out the, demons in right. Ireland and Scotland. What did that? What are they known for? The, Outside, you know, outside of drinking and stuff. Um, Potatoes. It, besides that, <laughs> stop it. Uh, but no, it's it's the um their music. It's the folk right. music. Yeah, Celtic music is what I mean. They're they're huge on that. <laughs> huge. Huge. <laughs> is that all you got? Yeah. 
I thought I would have had more. I mean, um, you can deep dive into the spirituality of uh, music, but it it comes, it it then stops being um, a spiritual basis and more of a why. Like, why do you choose to have, honestly, at the core of it, a voice? Because that that's really what music comes down to is uh, is is speech, um, right? At the root of it, it's all vibration. So we're gonna start playing a game. Yeah, we're gonna start taking a shot every time someone says right. No, right, right, no, right. We will die. <laughs> um, <laughs> fun, fun, fun. No, I like to live. Uh, yeah. Living on the edge. Ah, here we go. Whoa. Oh, no. Whoa. Oh, no. I need life to just have, like, a breakout dance session. Like, you see on YouTube where a bunch of people just got together and made this whole dance oh, like the flash choreography. Dance flash yes. dance, yes. I need flash dance and flash singing to just be a real thing. Like, just... I'm sorry. I'm going to just walk into work. And it I'm is just not stop. Hollywood. You know... That's that 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 flash dance that you saw took at least fifty takes before they were actually able to execute it. The fact is, is I want this to be <laughs> in my life. So I reject your reality. I substitute my own. If you really, really want to go live in Moulin Rouge, you can go live in Moulin Rouge. I'm going to be but... Moulin Rouge. So you want your I life am. to be a musical, but you don't like musicals. It's because he wants to experience it. Wait, why do I not like musicals? You complained every time I've wanted to watch a musical. Which one? Was it a bad musical? Which one? <laughs> Which musical? I've watched Singing in the Rain. Uh-huh. You don't want to watch that. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Oof. You don't want to watch that. Make, make my case for me. Keep going. That doesn't even sound good. Even the new, like, even, I mean, the Disney movies are now really considered musicals. You don't like Frozen. Oof. <laughs> Keep going. Put on Moulin Rouge. Put on Chicago. Uh, I like those. Uh, I think you two just have differing tastes in musicals. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, we do. How about you, Adrian? Do you like musicals? Eh. Eh. <laughs> but do you know the musicals I'm talking about? No. Oh, you don't? <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't. Showing my age here. So much. I know Frozen. Problem. Of course, <laughs> I, that one you don't like. It could have been better. Female empowerment, kind of. Yeah, no, it could have been. <laughs> it was complete lesbian empowerment. What are you talking about? Sisters. Stop. <laughs> I'm going to stir Key, that pot again. Keyword, sisters. <laughs> no. Come on, Christian preachers. Let's get back on this Ben Stop wagon. Stop it. Let's get on the this Quit. Disney for all this lesbian crap. The end. <laughs> end scene. Good job, everyone. Fuck. <laughs> Next podcast, we'll be talking about Thanksgiving and what a dark history it is. Come jam with us then. Bye.